0: The Watch Time Show, sponsored by digital agency Mint Twist. The Watch Time Show. Hey, hello and welcome to Watch Time. My name is Elliot King. And
1: I'm Alexandra King.
0: And this show is brought to you by the digital agency Mint Twist, and it's being streamed, multi-streamed across multiple social media channels using the Restream software. So, What are we speaking about this week, Alexandra? We
1: have such a useful podcast today. Yeah. Literally everything you need to know about getting through that interview and getting the job.
0: Yeah. And I think we've got, the if I may say so, we've got the right people here for you today and myself and Alexandra. I'm an employer and a CEO of Mint Twist. I've probably run over a thousand interviews and employed probably over, well, over a hundred people in the time I've been doing that job. So from the employer's perspective, I can hopefully bring a lot of value today.
1: Yeah, you have actually hired a lot of people. And I would consider myself somewhat of an interview guru, if I do say so myself, only because, to be fair, I've never ever failed an interview, always (laughs) passed with flying colours. And I've probably done one of the biggest interviews ever, which is applying for and getting in. On the BBC Apprentice, how many people tried out for well, that?
0: That's about one hundred and fifty thousand people. One hundred and fifty
1: thousand. Yeah. So I can say that I've got some experience in the interview field. Plus, I love it. I love the challenge of the interview. Love it.
0: Yeah, I have to say you're you're quite. You've got plenty of skills and knowledge to bring as an interviewee. So and you
1: as an interviewer, and so, me as an
0: interviewer. So yeah. let's see, let's see if we can tie them both. Yeah, I together. think what we
1: can do is if you give your top three tips as mm. an interviewer and I'll give my top three tips as an interviewee and then we'll see how we get on with it.
0: I think one of the th- first things I want to talk about um, is, is the balance of, of, of confidence and what I mean is confidence in the interviewee. So it's it is important to show some element of confidence but you can obviously go over the top. So having the right balance for me for most people will be a function a function of practice
1: yeah i think it's a fine line between confidence and arrogance Mm. so you don't really want to be confident in yourself and be like i'm the best i'm the most wonderful i'm it's not actually about you it's about your position so Mm. if you're confident in what you can offer for that position that's a different confidence than being in there going i'm the i'm the best i'm the best
0: So this. And now I think if you're going into an interview and you show a lack of confidence, hopefully a good interviewer who realizes that there might be more that you can give to your answers but you're just not bringing it don't because you're confident. I think the, inter- <laughs> the and the interviewer can help you out and I'd like to think Yeah, that- I mean
1: you're an exceptionally good interviewer but I think you know the last thing you would want is to show that you're not confident in the position that you're going for. I mean if they say to you, you know, do you know something and you don't know it, if you can honestly say I don't know it, however, I will learn and I'm a quick learner and I enjoy learning that that's good. You don't have to know everything, but I think you need to have confidence and exhibit confidence in the position that you're applying for.
0: Yeah, and one of the best ways to do that for me, whether you're a confident person or not a confident person, is is the way that you set the tone when you when you very first meet the person. So it's that that, that small talk essentially before the interview starts. So how do you approach that initial? Do
1: you know, I, I'm actually terrible at small talk. <laughs> I, I get right in. Okay. i get right into the position i'll say my hellos and then i'm just i'm all about the position right and i'm completely and utterly focused on that
0: but what i'm what i'm really thinking about is things like well pre- coronavirus times the, the handshake do you look them in the eye yeah. do you you know how where do you sit in relation to them have you got any tips there
1: well i just I'm as comfortable as I possibly can be because I think if you're uncomfortable then you make the interviewer uncomfortable. Do you find that?
0: It's like, a very good point. Yeah, it's, it's important to be as natural as possible in those yeah. first letters. You know, go with
1: the flow. If they say sit here, you sit here, you know, you wait for it to be spoken to and then if they ask you a question then you answer it. Mm.
0: What about if they offer you a drink? Do you say yes, do you say no? I, I say always say things. no. Yeah. I
1: always say no. I don't want to have a jittery like, oh, and then spill my tea and then yeah. You know, I have like tea running down there. Just don't add obstacles. No yeah. obstacles.
0: Yeah, Just that's smooth. an interesting one. I wouldn't, I would say as an interviewer, if I offer someone a drink and they say yes, I, I'm very, very happy. If they say no, it's not a problem at all. So yeah, I would say that's that's one for you to yeah, play. You don't with.
1: have to have the drink. Just don't have the drink. And you don't have to not have the drink. <laughs> Especially if you're a nervous person and don't have the drink.
0: <laughs> yeah. So look. Getting the right balance of confidence is important. So that's your
1: number one tip.
0: I think so. And, and like we're saying, or like I'm saying, I think you can set the tone by how you engage that person right off the bat. It's not just a component of the middle of the interview. I think tip,
1: number two.
0: That tip number two is is uh, provide the right amount of detail in your answers and feel very uh, free. And, and I, in fact, I would advise you to ask questions where appropriate. Yeah. Now, this doesn't mean ask a question just for the sake of it. But if you're asked a question and as part of the answer, you want to capture some more information particularly if it's relevant to the job that you're applying for i think that's really really powerful and valuable thing to do
1: yeah i mean it's really basic if you sort of sit there and just like yeah no and answer your questions and not have any like inputs yeah because yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. it gives it gives the interviewer the feeling uh, and hopefully it's a true feeling that you're actually genuinely interested in the job and by asking questions is a really great way of evidencing that. So
1: number one, good level of confidence but not arrogance. Number two, ask the right questions. Number three.
0: And number three, it would be it would be make sure that you're doing the right balance of talking throughout the whole interview. So in my view as as an interviewer, I want my interviewee to be doing most of the mm-hmm. talking certainly through the chunk of the interview. So if you're going through an interview and you're finding that the interviewer is doing the majority of talking as a really basic rule of thumb, it's probably not a good thing in my, in my view.
1: Yeah. And you'll know if you, if you're talking too much, if they start sort of looking at the next question, you know, or like looking away a little bit or getting a bit, you know, restless in their chair.
0: Yeah. But if I think, they're
1: showing interest and the body language is leaning towards you and You know, there's more prompting and more questions and you're on the right track.
0: Yeah, I spoke about balance of confidence with with point number one. And if you're confident in what you're saying, then then say it. Absolutely say it. In my view, with my personal experience, if I am speaking more than 50% of the time, it's probably not a great interview. If I'm asking questions, it's because I want to get a deep understanding of that prospect. I already understand myself. I know what I think. I don't care what I think. I want to know what... The interviewee thinks.
1: Yeah, because the last thing you want to do as a as a person being hired is give your employer more work.
0: <laughs> You're there to
1: take the work off yeah. them. That's it. No, don't give them more work. Don't yeah. exhaust them. Yeah, yeah.
0: So let's turn it round then. As the interviewee, right. what would be? Yeah, yours? I have
1: some slightly different ones. So none of mm. the mainstream, none of the mainstream ones. So mm. my number one tip, interview tip, would be to really become the position. So whatever it is that you're getting hired for, breathe it, live it, become Mm. it, know every single thing you possibly can about that position and how you are going to integrate yourself into that position so that there's nothing that you don't know about it. There's nothing that you can't discuss when it comes to the position. You are the position even before you walk into that room. So Mm. it's a good mindset to have to program yourself into that role.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Really,
1: really good one.
0: That is, that is a brilliant one, I have to say. There are plenty of schools yeah. of thought that talk about um, the power of visualization and, and visualizing where you want to be, who you want to be.
1: Totally. So, for example, you could, you know, whatever position you're applying for, obviously read the role in great detail, learn about the company, learn about how and, and take your skills and how you could integrate your skills through the position into the company to make the company grow. So it's a much deeper deeper level than oh yes i can do this and this and then waiting for them to ask you questions no you're there to show them what you can do what you can bring to the table for their business so you have to become like a family
0: yeah you have to i think that's a very powerful one i'm definitely going to take that one on board myself oh definitely it's a brilliant one
1: imagine that (laughs) and then the next one it, it it kind of relates to the one before but like your choice of language during the interview is really important so because I'm there to be hired and I want to become part of this new family, I would use language that integrates me into the business, such as Mm. we, our objectives, Mm. together we can, Mm. and so on. I wouldn't say you, me. Mm. I would already speak as if I'm hired. Not in an arrogant way, like you were saying, but in a way that, you know, oh, what we could do together, you know, in this department and – Start speaking as if you're already in that position so that everyone visualizes you there. You're visualizing yourself. You're putting mm. a picture into the employer's mind. You're programming them.
0: Yeah, it's a psychological technique. Now you're gonna know when it's... people
1: do that to you, you're gonna be like, well, hmm. Yeah,
0: but, 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 but actually it's the sort of thing that you'd probably welcome, particularly if the interview's going well. And, and then look, it's, that's a technique that can work in sales as well. Totally. If you're trying to bring clients on board. So totally. I think that's yeah. also very good. Very good tip. Yeah,
1: and then the last tip that I would personally do is, okay, there's going to be a lot of people applying for that job. And they're all probably going to have a CV similar to you and they're probably going to speak more or less the same as you. The interview will probably be very, very similar. So what you need to do is make sure that you bring that something extra. Now, you've got to think ahead and plan ahead what that's going to be. But if, for example, it's an additional... Uh, assignment that you could bring to the job, an additional project, or that little bit of research that you did, or maybe you read about the strategy that a company is going in, and you bring them a document and said, "You know what? I've read up about the competition. They've done this. Just a little tip: we might, we might want to work on something like this. <laughs> Just that, whatever it is, bring it. Yeah, this is a competition, and you want that role. So
0: and that, I guess, it. I guess that goes. That's going the extra mile, isn't it? Doing that extra piece of research and being creative. and and show your care,
1: put in the graft and bring something else to the table. Don't be like everyone else because you will not get hired or you might, you know, you might get hired. But if you bring that extra, you will most certainly get hired.
0: Yeah. So the question I want to ask you is, did you use these techniques to get into the apprentice? And more. We might more. do another
1: podcast and some extra ones if you like that. Can you share? Yes, no. Can you share us, no, yeah, you you share us
0: a little know. teaser story about one of the. I'm not allowed to. They, they
1: don't allow us to really say in great detail right, what okay. exactly we do, but I can, I can say that the interview process takes many months, many yes. months. And anyone that gets on the apprentice, although they might seem like they're completely useless, <laughs> they've got something because to, because to get proof. it through that, you, that is hard. So and they've obviously anyone going through that process does have a chance of working with Lord Sugar, so they've got to have something.
0: Yeah. Whatever and I it think is. I think it's fair to say that the tasks they put you through are more challenging than the average job interview.
1: Yeah, although it's 50% TV, but never mind. But the interview process <laughs> is a hundred percent business and proper. So that's that's probably my favorite bit of the entire apprentice thing. The <laughs>
0: interviews. Oh, so good. It's and so I good. suppose one thing you also pointed out is treat an interview process as a competition. It's an opportunity for you. It's a huge
1: competition. I treat it like a running race, like the Olympics. I prepare, I take that so seriously and I am not walking out till I'm hired. That's the, (laughs) you know, it is a challenge and
0: you want to win, yeah. Yeah, okay. And what about, I tell you, this is another one for me. As an interviewer, sometimes I've run an interview process and they ask me for feedback. as an interviewer, I've always I've always tried to err on the side of being very, very, very honest. So I would actually give them honest feedback if they asked me an honest question. I.e., I've told people that, you know, I'm sorry, I don't think they're right for the job. If I don't, if I hadn't think, thought they were right for the job. So what's your take? on asking questions at the end of the interview? And how far can you push those questions? Well, I wouldn't
1: wait till the end of the interview Mm -hmm. to know how they feel about me at all, because it's gone by then. So throughout the interview, I would be making sure that we're all on the same wavelength, connection, you wanna hire me, I wanna work for you. All the time I would be tapping in and having that good relationship. So I would kind of know through that whether it's yay, yay or nay.
0: You're talking about the non-verbal cues here
1: or... Oh, verbal and non-verbal because you would want to get that feedback throughout the interview. So if you know that you're going down a road that's not really that welcome, you'd bring it back so Mm. that you don't have to wait till the end of the interview. The end of the interview, you're just giving that little bit extra and closing the deal. You're not asking for feedback. Do you think I'm going to be hired? You are hired by that stage, hopefully. (laughs) All you're doing is just saying, I'm definitely hired by giving you that extra. And then you can happily walk out and you don't have to worry about, you know, feedback or... I don't know. I, I just think if you're not right for the job, just don't apply. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't apply no. for things that I don't think are you know. You got to feel it. It's like a relationship. Yeah. The job is really personal. Only go for the ones that you know you want it.
0: Yeah, I think that's right. Most of us spend a large proportion of our lives in our workplaces, yeah. one or another. So we've got to be make
1: selective. Sure. Only go for that thing that you feel it, and you're like, yeah. yeah because that motivates you to give a brilliant interview. If you're not motivated, get it. Yeah. You will not get that. Mm-mm.
0: Yeah, it's a good way of looking. And then yeah. when, once, you, once you've got the interview, it's like you're saying, give it your all.
1: Once you're, once you're through that door, you're in. you got the right attitude, you're motivated, you're prepared, you're in. Okay. You're hired. Not fired. <laughs> you're the one hiring. <laughs> Hopefully not fired, yeah. If you have any questions or if you want to send me a little uh, clip of yourself and how you would, you know, little test questions, you're welcome to do that too. And I can feedback and Elliot can feedback.
0: Wow, that's a pretty amazing offer. Yeah. And where should they send that to? Just
1: post a little comment and then we can get in touch on an email. And if you don't want the whole world to see your little clip, then yeah, just email it to us.
0: There you go. Okay. Thank you very much. And goodbye. And see you again next time.
1: Yeah. Hope you found that useful. Have a good day. And that concludes today's episode. I hope you've enjoyed it. And if you have, do subscribe to get subsequent episodes automatically. In the meantime, if you'd like to find out more about digital marketing, please visit mittwist.com. Thanks so much for joining us and see you again soon.